Welcome to Mindset Musings, where we find ourselves diving into open and honest conversations about mental health, spirituality, and how that affects the journey of an entrepreneur. My name is Kelsey, and as an entrepreneur myself, I'm here to share my ongoing story of triumphs and tribulations so that you know for a fact that what's happening to you is normal. Now, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Mindset Musings. I, <laughs> I'm i really happy to be here. Um, I also noticed that I start every episode with me saying I'm really happy to be here, which I'm going to guess that that's a good thing. I'm going to go with that's a good thing, and maybe I'll make that my tagline or something. Um, but really, I am. It's been a minute since I've like uh, recorded a true solo episode, and that's kind of what I... Um, what I'm wanting to do today, I just kind of want to talk to you guys and share a little bit of uh, what's been on my mind. So just to kind of catch you up, um, I just got back from vacation with my family. We went to Cape Cod, Massachusetts, and I got to be there for about five days. The rest of my family stayed for the full seven days, and it was just beautiful. It was so much good family time and really good seafood and the beach, the water, nice nature walks, um, just all that I could want, a lot of laughter, a lot of love. Um, so it was really, honestly, really rejuvenating and just made me feel better. And to be more specific, I felt a little bit like a weight had been lifted when I came home. I don't know what it was about this trip. Um, and maybe I will just very quickly get back into the same rut that I put myself in usually, but I just kind of came home and felt like I need to chill out. <laughs> I just kind of felt like this is what I do here, although I love it, um, is not the end of the world and it's not that important. And like, I mean that in a positive way, that it doesn't need to control my life. My business doesn't, this podcast doesn't. Um, this is, these are things I do for fun, right? So I don't know what it was about this trip and just being with my family. That was a nice reminder that I need to not take this so seriously and like surround my business with this idea of stress and that that's all that this is, is that I just have to make the money. I just have to reach the sales. I just, you know, I have to support myself and um, I have to be successful. Um, that's just, that's just not what's important. And it's really, really easy for me to lose sight of that, of what is important. And that's, you know, to some degree, yes, financial freedom, but also just being with my family and making people laugh and, um, being with my friends and just, it's just about the people, the people in my life that I love the most and not, um, my success. So anyway, um, that trip was really, really cool and really special to me. As of today, though, today I had the day off. Okay. And I have been good. <laughs> I got up this morning and I had my oatmeal with my fruit in it. And I went on a 30 minute walk outside and I forced myself to go to the DMV because I've been putting off getting my tags like for months now. Um, so I finally went and did that. I was there for like an hour. <laughs> it was not a quick trip. Um, and then I came home and I laid in my bed and I watched an episode of Game of Thrones and 
then like did other random stuff and, and then i just decided as of like five minutes ago i'm like you know what i want sonic so i went and got popcorn chicken and a cherry slushie and that is what i have sitting in front of me as i'm filming or uh recording this podcast episode so this is a no judgment zone okay do not judge the popcorn chicken it's so good on a hot day i don't know what it is but it just always hits the spot so i'm feeling really good i'm kind of mentioning this because this kind of day is a little bit different for me in the past few years a lot of times i have a hard time taking a day off which is different than vacation vacations i'm a little bit easier of like it's harder for me to plan a vacation but once i'm on vacation i'm like i want to be there i want to be out of kansas city and you know i wanted to be with my family in cape cod and my boyfriend's family when we went to hawaii a few months ago like i wanted to be there but days off that are like just plain old days off at home for whatever reason i just feel so guilty when i'm at home and that i should be doing something i should be working on something i should be productive i should 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 i should always be doing something um and so i have a really hard time giving myself some grace and when i do still do things like today like i still went to the dmv and like that's that's something i did something and i'm recording this episode that's something like why is that never enough um a lot of times i feel those feelings and then my days off feel like days on and even if i haven't worked at all i have those thoughts in my head that are still negative and you know they're still like it's like a parent in my head getting on to me for not doing the things that i should be doing or whatever but today i just feel a lot better and i don't know if that's come from what i just mentioned about my cape cod trip and that I'm just not taking it so seriously that my business is doing well. I'm doing okay. Um, life is good. I just need to calm down. Um, I don't know what it is, but I'm I'm feeling good. So I'm trying. I'm riding this high, <laughs> and I'm doing really well. <laughs> so today I wanted to share something that I was inspired to share from a podcast that I listened to. Um, it's called Elite Estheticians. Uh, it's a girl named Nina, and she is wonderful. I learned so much from her every single time I listen. And I don't think that her episode was about this. It's just something that she said that I'm kind of taking from it. And it just resonated with, with me for whatever reason. So she talks a little bit about childhood trauma and how that affects your business. And I kind of took it in a different route, just applying it to me. And I just want to tell you guys a little bit about how I applied it to me. And then hopefully you can draw something from that. So and I, I'm going to start at the beginning here. So we're, we're, we're going to do a full roundabout thing here. So be patient. <laughs> so when I was growing up, um, I have two, I'm the youngest of five. So I have two half sisters that are way older than me. And then I have two other siblings, my brother and my sister, who I like grew up in the house with. My brother is about, about seven years older than me-ish, six and a half, seven years. And then my sister is about five and a half years older than me. And growing up, that was totally fine until I hit about, probably about 11, 10, 11, 12. Those were probably like the hardest years of our age gap. Cause you know, I'm 11 and then my brother and sister are both like between 16 and 19, you know, just around that age, like we're, they're teenagers and they're really cool. And I am like bouncing off the walls with energy and I'm being super annoying. And they're like, Kelsey, you're being super annoying. So yeah, that's where kind of our age gap come more came into play is is around that age. Um, but before that, 
I found myself and now looking back hindsight so 2020 but I was the entertainer right so being the youngest being the baby of my family um I just loved how it felt to make people laugh and that started when I was really young that I was so I was such a weirdo <laughs> as like a toddler I was just so goofy and that really stuck with me for a really long time I mean I only stopped being kind of bouncing off the walls when I was maybe like 19 or 20. I think that's kind of when it like stopped <laughs> and I still am though. But anyway, so I was definitely an entertainer um, until I got to that 10, 11, 12 age. And that's when my energy hit its peak. <laughs> it's like preteen. But at the same time, that's when my siblings were saying like, Kelsey, you're being annoying, which mind you, I'm not mad at them. Just want to throw that out there that's they were just teenagers and I was their little sister so but from my perspective they were telling me like you're annoying you're being a brat like stop so those are the years where the insecurity kind of came in with how I was acting but both things were living simultaneously so I was having the energy and then feeling bad about the energy and this went, came like all through high school is like those battling feelings is that I don't know how to change who I am but I feel bad about who I am does that make sense? Um, anyway, so I was definitely the entertainer and that part of me, that root foundation part of myself has held true until today. But I've got, definitely gone through ups and downs of like pushing my true self away and not wanting to be that because I upset someone else and, you know, people pleasing. Um, but yeah, that energy, but the questioning myself are the two like main pillars I feel like of my personality sometimes when I really like take a step back so that's like your context and now I want to fast forward to just a few years ago when I started my business um and again all of this is so easy to say because hindsight's 2020 but I had no idea in the moment so when I first got out of school I jumped right into owning my own business and doing facials and brows and everything. And uh, they don't teach you in school. I mean, they do a little bit, but not really. Nothing makes sense until you're really like working a real job in a real spa. That basically how to take care of the person while giving a facial. You learn the basic steps. You learn how to wash their face. You maybe learn how to... Um, look at the skin to, to decide what kind of skincare you're going to use based on their their problem areas. Um, but the little nuances of how to speak to them, um, manner bedside manners of when you're giving a facial, how to be quiet behind the table, um, what to talk about, how to talk to them, how often to talk, all of those things were never touched upon. So when I jumped into owning my own business, I came into it with a very false confidence because before that I had been doing makeup for so long. So I'm like, oh yeah, pff, no big deal. I can do this too. It was kind of a arrogance almost, I might I might say. Um, so I got into it. I was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to buy all the stuff to do facials and no big deal. Like I'm going to, it'll be fine. And then my first people started to come in and that's when I was like, holy shit, I don't think I know what I'm doing. Like I know enough to you know, do okay. But um, yeah, I, 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 I didn't know it in that moment, but I didn't know how to take care of them. And I really wasn't giving great facials anyway, like as far as the actual movements of my hands and massage, I didn't know what I was doing. So, but my main point is that I 
in those that first year at least, if not the first year and a half to two years, I would push to that point too, is I wanted so badly to entertain them and to make them like me because looking back, I was so freaking insecure, but I also just wanted to be myself and be liked because if you go back to my childhood, that's how I was too. I wanted people to laugh. I wanted people to like me. I wanted to entertain them. So I was acting. It's just, I don't know. I, I think I'm a little like embarrassed almost, but I was acting like how I acted as a 12 year old, but as a 22 year old. Yeah. So people would come in and I would overshare about my own life. They would maybe talk back with me. Sometimes they would be like down to talk, which they probably were down to talk because I literally wouldn't shut up. (laughs) So they would respond to me. And then I wouldn't know what questions to ask them because I was so self-centered that I didn't know how to have an actual conversation and like ask them about their lives. And maybe they would be more okay with me talking. I was asking about them, but I would just be like, I would just get nervous and be like, uh, okay, so here's what I did. And here's like something that happened to me. And I don't know, I would just make, totally make it about myself. And it was insecurity at its finest for you guys. So I don't know. I listened to that podcast talking about your childhood and how you grew up and how it can really become apparent when you start a business because I, and that's why I started this podcast is to share how starting a business held up a mirror to my own insecurities and it taught me so much about myself and still does to this day. I mean, I just learned this lesson just a few weeks ago of what I've done. Um, Yeah, so since then, um, (laughs) I kind of made that realization, like I said, about a year and a half in, which is a lot of time. That's a lot of time. Um, And that's a lot of clients lost that came to see me, but was like, oh my gosh, like she is weird and she doesn't know what she's doing. I think the lack of confidence was really showing at that time. Um, So now I am almost rebuilding clientele for the past year and a half, two years, or however, I don't even know how long I've been doing this. Um, I've been rebuilding because I tried and failed with those first people. And I've talked about this before, um, but I just kind of want to reiterate that just because you made a mistake at one point doesn't mean you can't rebuild and that you can't change how you do things and how you treat people and how you talk to people. And I only mentioned that because I kind of went through that, like just a small identity crisis when I had this realization a few, I mean, probably about a year ago now is I looked back on how I started my business, realized, oh my God, like, why was I doing that? Why was I acting this way? And it almost made me more insecure, you know, obviously making that realization of like something wrong you did is like, (laughs) it just makes you want to hide under a rock, uh, which I did want to do that. And I just wanted to stop and I didn't know how to change. And for whatever reason, I was like, well, I feel like my clients will like, they can tell that I've changed. And I <laughs> like, even just saying this right now, I had no good reason to be upset, but, or to not want to change how I feel. But you know, your, your brain, it comes up with things. It just pulls things out of the depths and it will tell it to you. So my brain was coming up with lots of things of why I should be embarrassed, why I should be afraid to change. 
uh, why I should just give up essentially. Like I already started and I failed um, and I embarrassed myself. Um, so I should just quit while I'm ahead. Essentially, it's kind of what I was thinking. Um, but it's never too late. Okay. So whoever needs to hear that, it is never too late to change your trajectory. It's never too late to change your job altogether. Or if you want to keep doing what you're doing, which I did want to keep doing it, to sit back and really think about how I want to change how I'm, how I'm perceived and how I serve people. And that is kind of what came up is that I had to really like take a few weeks and just think about why am I doing this? Is it for the money? Which it was. Is it for people to just like me? Do I want more and more people to like me? Yeah. <laughs> like to be completely honest with you guys, that was a, I, for whatever reason, I feel like that was a big thing. Um, and I know why I felt that way. And I don't know if I want to like totally get into it. It's just like past people telling me things of what success looks like. Um, so I had a lot of those realizations in that time and I decided to just change it all together. And it's taken, um, a lot of time, you know, since then to make very small changes here and there and, the more I do, the more comfortable I feel, um, the more proud of myself I am because I know that my my intentions are way more pure than they ever have been. I truly just love the people and love what I do. Um, and not to mention, at that time I was gaining clientele, but a lot of them were like one or two times they'd come in and then I would get new people come in um, for one or two times. But now I feel like I'm so much better at gaining and retaining clientele. And that is a showing of a true successful business um, and me as a, as a good esthetician. I'm sharing this with you guys because I know that it takes hard work and effort to look inward um, to figure out what about your childhood makes you act the way that you do now or your insecurities or whatever like that's hard stuff and that's serious stuff but i want you to look at your business and if you feel like you're not hitting your goals the way that you want to um having the reach that you want um that could be for a thousand different reasons but i want you to look at your business and see if it's those childhood insecurities that are affecting you now because that's huge, huge. Because little, you know, little Kelsey needed that healed for her. And that goes that goes into therapy stuff, you know, inner child healing and all of that. But it is just wild to me how it can affect your business. I've seen it with myself. I've seen it with like business owners that are around me that we're all just a little bit insecure. And it's all for different reasons and it's all manifesting in different ways. So I can't give you specific advice on how to do that, but it all comes down to you and doing that hard work of taking that step back and thinking about how you're running your business and how you're portraying yourself to others, to potential clientele, really. So last thing I'll say, um, kind of go best, oh my gosh, goes back to what I just said, really, is that this kind of thing is really difficult 
um, you know, looking inward and applying it to your business, not only is it just emotionally tough, but you can also feel a little bit attacked by um, realizing that the way you might be acting and presenting yourself is not necessarily what you're wanting for yourself and for your business. I know that for me, I knew that I was acting a certain way, um, but it took that full year and a half, if not like to this point right now, to actively change that into really how I want to present myself and be more professional and more whatever. Um, That's just for me, like how I apply it to myself. So to do that, I mean, to kind of get started, if you feel like the shoe fits with this kind of thing, obviously journaling, um, meditating on it, thinking about this kind of thing, um, just finding whatever way that you are able to clear your mind and really dive into this um, and see how it applies to you. Like I said, whether that's writing or if that's speaking out loud and talking to somebody. Um, I talked to my boyfriend about this. I had mentioned it to him that like, I don't know, I feel like I was making this realization and just like saying out loud helps, even though he didn't know me as a child and he doesn't even know me really in business. He's never seen me deal with clientele. He is a safe place for me and someone that I feel comfortable that I can talk to, um, about random shit. And this is when you start, you know, thinking about this, this is kind of random. (laughs) So having your person that you can talk to that maybe just you need a listener or if you want someone to kind of bounce back and be like, well, I don't know, I've kind of noticed this with your business, you're kind of acting this way and on social media or whatever. Um, If you could take that hard truth, that'd be really cool. But a lot of times you need to like ease into that. Um, So yeah, journaling about it, meditating on it, um, maybe asking around if you feel so comfortable to, um, that would be very helpful to kind of figure out what's off. Um, And that's honestly, sorry, side note, And that is basic advice that I have a hard time taking is the other people in your life watching your business, they have a lot of opinions on how you probably should be running your business, which most likely are not helpful, but they might be helpful (laughs) depending on who's in your life, how much you trust them. um, All of that kind of stuff is asking for their opinions could give you another perspective. That's really what it comes down to. So yeah, that's like basic advice, but it's also very, very hard to take. And that's kind of essentially what I'm getting at is then if you want to talk to someone about this, about how maybe like your past might be affecting you now and how you run your business, uh, it may be hard to talk to them. I don't know. I'm kind of talking in circles right now, I feel like, but you guys get the point. Anyway, (laughs) Um, enough attacking you and attacking myself. I'm going to (laughs) go... Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for sharing. Um, Thanks for tuning into all the really cool interviews that I've had recently. I'm still conducting them and trying to find people around here because I've like, as of right now, I really prefer to do um, interviews in person since I'm getting a little better at it. Um, But, you know, I'm open to doing more Zoom interviews, but we'll see. Uh, So if you know anybody who you feel like would fit this mindset musings uh, scene, let me know. I would love to interview them. Anyway, guys, have a great rest of your week and I'll talk to you guys later.